This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Some people have been asking me, what happened to Amasela update? <laughs> and I thought, you know, isn't all the perspective, that's a perspective, but there's been a serious pressure to say. But Amasela update, where are they? So I said to the team, well, even if we don't bring it back as a feature on Power Talk, Amasela update, but once in a while, we must try and find out where are the developments in trying to catch Amasela. And uh, at some point when I was doing that, in fact, I'd spoken uh, to the head of the SIU, uh, Andy Mutibi. So now today I'm going to be joined by the spokesperson, Special Investigating Unit, uh, Mr. Keiza Kanyako, just to talk through some of the things uh, that are developing in their work, uh, particularly at the Eastern Cape. Special Tribunal declares the Eastern Cape Health Department's 10 million rands scooter ambulance tender to be unlawful and invalid. Mr. Kanyako, good morning. Welcome to Power Talk. Good morning, Lukora, and good morning to your listeners. I know you are hard at work uh, trying to find Amasela for us uh, in this country and recoup whatever you can from them. Just give us a, you know, an update. Uh, what is the story now with the uh, scooter ambulance tender in the Eastern Cape and what cause <laughs> of action is going to be taken by the SIU going forward? Yes, we, 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 when we first heard about this matter, when it broke sometime last year, we then looked at it quickly and we found that there were irregularities already at that time. Yes. And then what was also interesting to us was that the, when we checked, the money had not yet been paid to the service provider. Mm. And the service provider had not delivered even one of those scooters. The ones that we saw there were just examples that they were using for the launch. Yes. Therefore, when we saw that, we then divided our matter into two. The first part was to quickly go to the uh, special tribunal to stop the payment mm. because we were hearing at that time that there is pressure from the department officials that they must pay the money. Mm. Then we went, we got an order that said, no, don't pay that money until it is done. Yes. Now, so what, you, so what you are saying to us today, there was an intention to procure, but the procurement never took place. Yes, the contract was signed yes. between the department and a company called Fabcom, which was producing them. The contract was signed and sealed. Mm. All that needed to happen was delivery and payment. And payment. But you managed and then, to interdict that particular process. We interdicted that process and that was done. Then we went to the second step, investigated who was complicit, who did what. Mm. And that resulted in us having a referral to the premier where we said that the, your MEC for health was yes. complicit in this thing, together with the HOD. But just before we send that to, to the to premier, the HOD resigned. Yes. And was appointed the special advisor to, to the, the premier. premier. Yes. And then we sent that thing. Then the, the MEC was released. And then the promise was made that we disciplined the, the former a, the, HOD. The former HOD. Now, in this instance, when money has not been lost to the state, what is the type of you know remedy that is appropriate to your mind? 
Yes, in that instance, the, the, because we, the issue of recovery was not an issue yes. anymore. Therefore, the issue was then to discipline the people who were complicit in this matter and then make sure that they are accountable for what they have done. That was the first thing. Yes. And the second thing was to make sure that the contract is cancelled. Because if we don't cancel the contract, we might forget about this thing. And later on, somebody says, but there's a signed contract. And let's implement it. Let's fulfill. Yes. Yes. Therefore, we then had to go and do what we, we, the order that we got on Friday, where the contract was set aside. Therefore, now as we speak, there's no contract. And the first thing that we're doing now is we have found criminality in this whole thing. Mm. We have now sent that part to the NPA to follow up the criminal side of things. And, and what is the sure nature that of that criminal aspect? Is it collusion? Is it, you know, is, was there any bribery involved? Was there any generally, abuse of power? It, yeah, generally it is corruption. Corruption is a crime. Mm. Therefore, in all its facets, therefore we have referred some of these offices, these people to the NPA. Obviously, they will do their own uh, investigation. You must understand that they have got to prove beyond reasonable doubt. Unlike yes. with us, we we we, we do not a balance of duty because it's a civil matter. Now, yeah, when you say when you say there's this referral to the NPA, Mr. Khanyaho, are you including the former MEC in that referral? I don't want to name people. I can safely tell you we have referred certain people there because obviously it impacts on the investigation when people are told in advance or you are now being investigated. Therefore, I don't want to interfere in that in relation to what the NPA is doing, but say for us to say we have referred people around this matter to the NPA. Okay. My guest is Mr. Keza Khanyaho, SIU's spokesperson. The line is 0861-987-000. I know I do have to let him go at some point to attend to a meeting. Mr. Khanyaho, perhaps let me ask a much more global question before getting to the other issues for an update. What are some of the lessons you are learning in this process about the nature of procurement in our country? When we were doing, especially with the PPEs, we found that there has been uh, people who do not, who deliberately do not want to follow the procurement process. Because the procurement processes are very clear mm. and they just go against them. They go for an example and ask for, for deviation when it's not necessary to ask for deviation. Uh, they create the emergency. I'll just give you a simple example where People block water from going into a hospital mm. and create an emergency. And then they say, now there's an emergency. We must now procure those trucks to come and deliver water to the community because they create this, this thing themselves. Yes. And the same thing applied with, with the housing, for example, with this uh, housing uh, sanitization of schools. For me, I did not understand why there was a, an emergency because at the time those the, the, those processes were done, yes. children had not been in school for five months. Now, how far are you with that particular investigation? Because we have been waiting in great anticipation. Yeah, we, there's been movement in as far as that is concerned. You might have seen that last week we released a statement where we indicated that about 14 companies, squares, with yes. bank accounts, and cars have been uh, freezed, and and we we are now continuing the investigation because at that point we were aware 
that the, the, those people want to squash the money that they received from the department. But we also indicated in that statement that we have already found that the, out of 280 companies that were awarded these uh, contracts, only 100, uh, about 178 of them, or 173 if I'm not mistaken, mm. are not even on the CSD, which was a prerequisite for them to get any to, contract. To be part of the contracting process. Yes, now you and, have... and we also... Yes, yes, no, carry on. We have also found, for example, in that one that the contracts were just given, names were just sent by WhatsApp to officials of the department and they appointed the people without following any process. And thirdly, we found that there was no value for money as the procurement process was supposed to, to, to do in terms of they would just decide that if the, primary, if the school is a primary school, we pay 250000 mm. to 270000 for the for the payment of the, sanit- the, 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 the sanitization of the, the classroom. But then the question that we raised with them was that, but what if the school has got three classrooms and the other one has got 20 classrooms? You just pay them 250000 regardless of how much material was used and so on. And you could see that there was clumsiness. Yeah. in the way they were doing this business. Now, previously, you have focused a lot on this question of oversight. In that uh, situation with the Department of Basic Education, have you zoomed into uh, the possible you know, lack of oversight from the MEC, Mr. Panyaza Lesufi? We are now in the... Uh, the we are, that was the first phase that we announced last week, and now we are getting into the second phase to say who did what. Not necessarily in particular to the person involved uh, of the name of Panyaza, but we are looking in the chain from the, from the top to the bottom to say who did what, who was supposed to do what, who did not do what they were supposed to do. And then we can apportion the responsibility to each and every one of them and be in a position to then send reference for whatever you should or should not have done. So at this point, you are not uh, committing whether there's any prima facie evidence on the part of the MEC having dropped the ball or not? We have not reached that stage as yet. But we have always said that all our referrals will be based on evidence. If evidence points to you, we will come after you. Okay. Now, Mr. Kanyaho, on the question around the Gauteng Department of Health, has that investigation been completed? No, it has not been completed. You will remember that a lot of people were only focusing on the uh, Royal Barca and yes. Letla. But th- that was just one contract. And we were going through over 200 contracts yes. that we had to go. Therefore, we might have finalized the issue of Royal Barker because the Royal Barker uh, withdrew and then it was replaced by Letla. Yes. And Letla, we then freezed all the accounts that yes. they got money from them. And then we forfeited that money too, back to the Department of Health. And then they took us, I think, two weeks ago. They took us to court to review that, to try and do an appeal. And then last week, uh, we got an order that rejected their, their appeal. Therefore, in as far as that matter is concerned, the, the, everything has been forfeited to the state. And the, all the money that were in people's accounts have been forfeited to the state. And we are now moving on with the other contracts that we were not public, like, like this one. The last one I want to get a sense on before I let you go. Uh, 
the digital vibes contract with the national department of health has been a great talking point the daily mavericks reporting seems to suggest that uh, there's great work that they have done as as the daily maverick in terms of following the money as the siu how far are you into this investigation we really at an advanced stage and we've already said that we going to be we our plan was to give the president a report by the end of June, and possibly we might give even before that, uh, because now we have passed most of the processes, but we are almost there to, to make sure that the president receives a briefing, especially now after he has said that he's waiting for us, for him to make a decision. Without prejudicing you and the president, how bad is the situation? <laughs> Look on, uh, I, I, I'm tempted to say, but I can't. I I was hoping you'd say I I will say, but consider it a slip of the tongue. No, 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 no. Uh, Unfortunately, we've got to protect each and every citizen of this country. We don't have to say things before they are confirmed. And then later on, come and have to retract them. No, but these ones are sitting in front of you. At least you've got a draft report uh, hot in the no, making. No, we do. We do. But we have got to make sure that all the eyes uh, have, are having the eye on top and the teeth are, are having the, that line to say the T before we make sure because we are waiting for other documents and we still have to interview some of the people. Absolutely, I understand. But I just, I'm very interested. It looks bad to us as citizens. Does it look bad to you as investigators? <laughs> Look, don't take me there because I want to go. Okay. I've got one last question from LK that I must pose to you. He's asking what happened to the SABC investigation regarding the awarding of a security tender. Yeah, I don't have the facts with me at the present moment, but the investigations at the SABC, are some of them are done. I know the, the Vision View one was finalized. And I'm not sure about that one that he's talking about. Okay. But I can follow that up. Mr. Kanyako, thank you for your time. Let me let you go to uh, that meeting and hopefully that Digital Vibes report will be with us soon. Thank you very much, Lukon. Thank you. That is the SIU spokesperson, Mr. Keza Khanyako, just giving us a brief update on some of the matters that they are dealing with, also clearing the air on that Eastern Cape uh, scooters, uh, scooter ambulance tender to say, look, there was a contract in place. They managed to interdict the process. There was no money paid out, no money lost to the state. We can expect to hear soon on the Digital Vibes contract at the National Department of Health, which was a communications uh, strategist type of contract, uh, saying that they were looking at giving the report to the president by the end of June, but it it seems as if they've fast-tracked a lot of that. What other questions do you have? Uh, Please uh, do put uh, us through on 0861-987-000 so that we just get a sense of what are some of the outstanding cases out there that we need to be following up on just to get a brief update. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.